TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to another edition of 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and I am here with the fabulous co-founder of The Wellness Couch and The Wellness Guys. He is the Prince of Wellness. He is Dr. Damien Christoph. Hello, Damo. <laughs> the Prince of Wellness. I'm great. He's a little bit of Michael Jackson lately, and he's the king of pop, but you're yeah. the Prince of Wellness. Well, there's the Prince of Wales. Hey, yeah. Prince of Wellness. I could do mm-hmm. that. Prince of Wales. Imagine being the Prince of Wales. You could be the Prince of Wales. You probably frequented the Prince of Wales uh, when you were growing up in urban Melbourne, and Damien. The, and the Black Prince. Yeah, and the Black yeah, Prince. There's plenty. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Marcus Pierce, how are you, buddy? Mate, absolutely flying. I'm and um, I, it's pumped? a little bit exciting uh, today because we, I mean, you're a chiropractor. You're a fabulous chiropractor. I always say I'm married to the world's greatest chiropractor, but we are about <laughs> to take it up a notch here because we are you're married to Lawrence, to, are you? I uh, know. I am married to um, – no, that would be a bit scary. I am beautifully married to Sarah. But uh, we're about to speak to a man who it's fair to say is not your average chiropractor. He is doing some amazing things and has a fabulous story to tell. And I'm really looking forward to um, asking Taylor some questions. You know him well. Taylor Harrison is the founder of Active Seniors Health Centres. And this will blow your mind, folks, because what Taylor is doing is essentially – Really putting into action, Damon, everything we talk about on 100 Not Out. So it's a very warm welcome to you, Taylor Harrison. Thank you so much for joining us on 100 Not Out. Thank you very much, boys. I'm uber excited to be on the show today and uh, loving the bromance, as always, Marcus. The uh, the compliments are flowing. And I'm with royalty, with Damo. I'm like absolute royalty. Who knew? Prince of wellness. Oh, my gosh. Taylor. It was a few years ago that you and I met. Now it's probably near on seven or eight years. It would be. Mate, it's actually thirteen. Is it? Mate, I, 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 I thought about this before I got on the show, mate. I met you when I was twenty. We were we were young. <laughs> we were young whippersnapper chiropractic students, ready to take on the world. And uh, I just remember seeing you, Damo, and You were so much older than me. Yeah. You I still have. I still have <laughs> thirteen years. What would I have been? Twenty-eight. So yeah, I was yeah. eight years older than you. It's Taylor and I are the same age. I've realised, Damo. So wow, you young bucks! Yeah. Look at older you go! Look at you go! Well, it seems that uh, you've obviously learned a lot and grown up heaps, and I've watched you, um, not only from afar, but also up close and enjoyed some of the successes um, of what you've been doing in the traps. And uh, one of the things that I loved the most about meeting you was your vision. Um, and I love that you wanted to you know, get involved and work with the elderly and, uh, and basically keep them living an unbelievable life. Now... It's. I could make this a really long question, which I would love to do because often Marcus steals the limelight and asks, you know, most and uses most of the airtime up. But I'll, I'll keep it this part short, and I'll come back to you later on, Taylor, with more uh, questions. How did you get so interested in working with people who are aging well? 
Yeah, I'll try and keep this because this is a long story. This is a fairly lengthy story. I'll try and keep it brief for you guys. I actually had a family friend of ours who was uh, a very independent, lovely lady living on her own who had a fall um, and unfortunately fractured her hip during the fall and after that uh, had complications in the surgery while they were doing the hip operation. She had a stroke while she was um, in surgery and so she was partially paralyzed and lost the sight. Um, in one in one eye, and she just never recovered. She never got out of hospital, and um, I was at. It would have been just after we met Damo that that would have happened, and I was looking to do sports chiropractic at the time. I was studying at Macquarie, and I thought, yeah, the Australian the Australian cricket team's you know chiropractor that'd be the best job in the world. And then after this incident happened, it really just shaped me. It changed the person that I was. That I thought, you know what, there are. There are so many people out there that could benefit from this help. And the more research I did and the more I looked into it, there's great body of evidence out there about how you can keep people healthy, how you can do things like prevent falls or prevent things like osteoporosis, osteoarthritis. And mate, there was no one doing it, like literally no one doing it. There's almost I, I, still no one doing it. If it wasn't for yeah. you, I don't know who else is doing it. Yeah, I've looked around and it's funny when, you know, often I'll, because I'm, I'm obviously always looking to improve how I, um, operate as a business owner, so I go into more seminars and they talk about your competition and all this kind of stuff and I'm like, I don't have any. I really don't have any and I don't mean that in an egotistical way. It actually disappoints me. You'd actually want it. Yeah, you'd want there to be more. We want there to be more people out there and there was one that set up um, not too far from us on the northern beaches and they end up closing down after a year because they just didn't understand what it was that, that, you know, that when you're dealing with an older client, what it is that they really want and... um, yeah, so that's what I'm really passionate about, um, helping more people and and really looking to expand that area where where when people think of growing older, they don't think of it negatively. Yeah. They think of the positives with it and they look in their later years as great years uh, wow. and always looking to improve. <laughs> oh, I'll and, look at Marcus. Yeah, I know, I know. I know Marcus, this is, Marcus is oh, I'm talking our Marcus. language, Damo. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I can, just, I can hear Marcus's breaths go up, his, breath, his heart rate's beating. <laughs> He's got a pulse through his throat. He's so excited uh, right now. Actually, I love Marcus, it. Isn't this great? But let's not, let's not take the mic. You were saying, Taylor. Keep going, Taylor. Yeah. And doing my research, I remember I was at university and so instead of focusing on the sports side of things, I decided to shift my focus into um, firstly fall prevention. That was the, obviously the thing that got, got me most interested first and there's great amounts of research out there. And, Kelly and Holt. Then, Kelly Holt's yeah, research. Yeah. Oh, what a champion. And, and then as I moved away from just preventing falls, I realized that it's not just about preventing falls. It's about increasing quality of life yes. and, and looking at things that detract from it, whether it be osteoporosis or osteoarthritis, as I've said, or it could be diabetes or it could be heart problems. And, mm. and that's, that's more the medical aspect of it. But then looking at how people are going with their golf game. How are they able to keep playing tennis? Are they able to um, keep their license and, and, and keep active and part of the community, keep doing their volunteer work that they want to do. That's where it really grew to and that's that's where we're at now where it's about when someone comes through the door to meet us, it's like, great, how can we help them live a, the best quality of life possible to keep them safe, keep them healthy, but help them have fun as well with it. Make sure that it's not they're not just coming because they have to, they're coming because they want to. That's amazing. Okay, so here I've got so many questions, as I'm sure Damien does, and let Far me just uh, 
let me just start with the first one. And this is probably something that I think everyone needs to know is that no matter what your age are right now, 20, 30, 40, 50, whatever it is, fall prevention is the biggest thing that you really do need to be concerned about as you get older, isn't it? Because it's not a chronic disease is the one thing, but like you said, fall prevention is the biggest um, quality of life zapper um, yeah. that we know of. So for people that are going, yeah, but Taylor, you know, I'm 25 or 35 or 45. I don't need to worry about this right now. What do you say to those people that they actually do need to be, I suppose, doing in their life right now in order to, um, in order to give themselves the highest probability of preventing falls? That's a, that's a really great question, Marcus. And one thing I'll, I'll put as an adjunct here is, and Damo knows this, falls and balance are very much linked to your posture as well. Yeah. And one of the things that we notice with a younger population now, not looking into a senior population, but a younger population is how, how woefully bad our posture is getting. Mm. We are getting worse and worse from a postural aspect. So I actually think fall problems will increase in the coming years because our posture is decreasing. Yeah. So one of the first things I'd say is, and this is something that a younger population can take away and use straight away and feel good for it, but also help themselves in the long run, is really work on their posture. If you have good posture, you're going to have better balance. So, yeah, so naturally enough, because I'm married to a chiro and both you guys are chiros, we're yeah. going to say chiropractic is a major influence in improving your posture. Yes. So that's yeah. one thing. What yeah. else would you say is a major factor that people must incorporate into their lifestyle to improve their posture? Yeah. Well, I think one of the, the biggest problems, and we just put a post on it recently on our Facebook page, is about that rounding through your upper back and shoulders mm. that most people associate with aging. I think yeah, yeah, that, that kyphotic posture where your, your upper back, your thoracic region is really rounded. But what most people don't know is not only does it not look good, but that has a negative impact on your heart, your lungs, all those nerves that flow into that area, all go there. And that research has been around for 80, 90 years. The more hunched you are through your upper back, the more likely you have, are to have heart problems, as well as zapping your energy, your mood, and your vitality. So what I'd recommend, and this is something we're seeing with people in their 20s and 30s, that they're starting to get really get that stooped hunch back. So much. Yeah. So one of the, my favorite exercises, and Damo, I know you probably prescribe this one a lot, is the wall angel exercise, just standing back up against the wall and running yeah. your hands up and down the wall, doing the angel motion. Anyone could Google that, the wall angel or wall slide exercise. It's a great exercise for opening up through your thoracic getting your breathing better, mm. getting your heart working better, improving your posture. But what that's also doing is, as I said, shifting your center of gravity back so you've got a better balance as well. And you can't fall over backwards because there's a wall there. Yeah, exactly. It's so a very safe exercise to do. So we get people <laughs> – I mean, I get kids doing that, but I also get you know, people in their 90s doing that. It's a safe exercise for everyone across the board and really helps them to, yeah, to improve their posture and maintain balance. Yeah, that's right. So – um, I'm loving all this, but one of the things that uh, Kelly's research showed with the elderly, um, Kelly Holt. Yep, yep, yeah. Um, and for those of you don't, who've never heard of Kelly Holt, he's a uh, chiropractor and a researcher out of New Zealand College of Chiropractic, um, doing groundbreaking research with Heidi Harvick um, in mapping the brain and what happens with chiropractic um, and the prevention of falls. He found that the anterior tibialis, which is a muscle at the front of the legs, uh, at the uh, front of the shin bones, um, is is pivotal in uh, in ensuring that you don't fall over as you get older, and yep. so going back to the prevention of falls thing, as people 
you know, let's say, for example, we've got a, a group of people that have kind of let themselves go a little bit. They're now feeling a little bit unstable on their feet. Obviously, they can stretch, they can change the center of gravity. And we know that with um, Norman Deutsch's, uh, you know, book, The Brain That Changes, we can, we can yep. bring everything back and we can, you know, um, involve neuroplasticity and encourage the brain to get younger again. But the, you, you do still need to work on muscle groups. So yeah. Getting your center of balance back is good. What are the other muscle groups that people could work on as well as their anterior tibialis that could prevent them from falling over but also maintain their strength, Taylor? Yeah, that's an excellent point, Damo. And you used lots of big words there. There's lots of million-dollar words in there. But when <laughs> I was doing the research around fall prevention, I think the key message to get across here is it's not just one thing or one group. It's a combination of things across the board. So it's a combination of flexibility, it's a combination of strength as well as balance control. So looking at all those areas, so you've got to have good mobility. So the key areas for the mobility are your ankle, and that was what you were talking about with the with the tibialis anterior muscle. That's around the ankle, and there's a direct correlation. The stiffer your ankles are, the more likely you are to fall. So obviously working all the ankle muscles, but in particular, yes, the tibialis anterior. So just getting people to strengthen through that area is obviously important. But then you look up into your knees, up into the thigh muscles, so the quadricep muscles. So um, that's my little daughter, and I apologize in the background. She's having fun here today. No, that's, that's um, cute. That's cute. We love that. <laughs> yeah. um, also, just doing some basic squat exercises against the wall, getting your glute muscles working, getting your abdominal muscles working, all through the hip muscles. They're all critical as well. And that's why after I did the research, when I started designing the exercise programs for people, and and here's a, a bit of a side point, what we do at Active Seniors is not everyone gets the same exercises. So if someone comes through the door, we do an assessment on them and go, okay, great. How's their flexibility through their hip? How's their flexibility through their knees and their ankles? Okay, how's their strength in through these different areas? And naturally, everyone has their own strengths and weaknesses. So we concentrate on the areas that are weaker for them. But to go back to your question, Damien, the glutes, the thigh muscles, as well as the leg muscles are important, but overall your, your core strength as well. Mm-hmm. Um, when people do have a fall, it's generally a breakdown of multiple things happening. So that's where we look at, looking at that big picture. Damo, Stephen Jepson would be loving this right oh, now. Oh, how much would he love it? I was uh, thinking you Stephen know, just then actually. I was thinking, oh, he would love yeah. this. If Tommy Hafey was still with us, he'd be oh, loving this. If Dr. Wally Ports, he'd be loving this. All of our ex- Charles Eugster, yeah. he'd be loving this. All the exercises that we've interviewed on here would be just, this is just melting in their mouth. Um, <laughs> Taylor, there's a lot of myths that go, that go along with getting older and moving. A lot of people are like, oh, I know you shouldn't be doing weight-bearing exercise as you get older, or you shouldn't move as you get older. I can only imagine that when people walk through the door, I'm I'm pretty sure you'd be meeting some resistance. I know they're coming in kind of half expecting what they're going to get, but I imagine you'd you'd meet a fair degree of resistance from the general community. Can you maybe just give Damo and I and the listeners an insight as to what is the general feel um, these days amongst the aging community around movement and, and its importance in their life? Because at 20 and 30 and 40, people are still thinking exercise is optional. Yep. What are people thinking in their 50s, 60s and 70s? Yeah, it's, it's amazing, Marcus. In discussing the mindset of this, um, of this generation, in that they're a generation that, that have generally remained active with their day-to-day activities. Um, so we're looking at, say, so our, our population ranges from mid-50s through to mid-90s. And looking at that generation, a lot of them um, came through the depression or were raised in the depression and um, or raised by parents in depression. And so they've always had to remain active. They've always worked hard. They've been a hard-working age group. However, they don't see exercise 
as something that's a daily requirement for them or a, or a regular requirement for them, whether it be two, three times a week or every day, um, in an exercise fashion in that they think often, oh, just going for a walk is enough. I just I go for a walk and I go, oh, well, that, that's great. That's really good that you're going for a walk. What about doing some stretching or some balance exercises or some strengthening exercises? And, and quite often, there's a bit of resistance with that. And what I do quite a lot is go out to different groups. So I go out and I speak quite a lot. Um, and it's interesting how many people will come up after the talk and go, that's great what you do. That's fantastic. I'd often say around 50% of the group will come up and speak to me personally afterwards. But then only about 10% of it will actually go, I'm going to do this. Yeah. I want to do this. Yeah. And yeah. look, that's cool. where I – Yeah, yeah. But that's where I, I think about the um, what we're talking about before, that there's just no competition out there in that it's not normal for someone, say, 70, 75 to go to an exercise center like like, a, like us or also like a gym or something like that to go do exercises that's just not normal. And uh, And – I'd say majority of the time, the doctor's also very supportive of us. We get a lot of referrals from GPs. We've got a lot of great refer- um, relationships with our local practitioners mm. and they love what we do. Um, but even still, we do encounter resistance in people saying, oh, you've got osteoporosis, you shouldn't lift weights. Mm. Yeah. And I'm like, hang on a minute. No, 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 no. That's exactly what you need to be doing. We need to be smart about it. And it doesn't matter if someone is, yeah, has osteoporosis or has osteoarthritis. There's always a safe way to exercise. It's just making it right for them. So that's what we that's the first thing we try and get across when people come in and we encounter resistance markers, which we often do, because people have never exercised before or exercised in that kind of formal setting. That what we're going to give them is going to be safe, it's going to be appropriate for them, but it's also going to reach their goals. So if we've got someone coming in who's a bowler who um and they want to keep bowling. Lawn bowls. We'll, we'll yeah, lawn bowls. bowls. Yeah, yes, yeah, so we're talking lawn bowls. Sorry, mate. I instantly think when I think bowling, I think, yeah, lawn bowling. Yeah, lawn bowls. Um, or, it, or it might be tennis or yeah. it might be golf. Yeah. We'd say, great, well, let's keep you doing that as long as possible. And that's one of my key definitions of health is the ability to keep living your life to its fullest as long as possible. One of my practice members, he yeah. uh, he wins every year. He wins the club championship at bowls and he's 91. Unreal, yeah, that's and impressive. Yeah, this is this is a a, uh, a call out for Ken. Yeah, good. and you're Kenny. Good on you, Ken. Ken. Keep up the great work. Yeah, yeah, Ken's smashing it out there, kicking goals. He probably could kick a goal, actually. I reckon he could. <laughs> <laughs> so he's unreal. He's unreal. Well, he definitely could, Damo. If he's going to see you and getting great care, and uh, you know, keeping himself moving, that's awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, Taylor. Um, Obviously, we're talking about the exercise physiology component of it, um, yep. but you're a chiropractor as well. So yeah. from a chiropractic perspective, what are you noticing with the elderly? Because I see a number of elderly people, not as many as what I'd love to see, and I've got um, retirement villages and um, nursing homes all around me, and I, I do need to get out to those places and do some more seminars and talk to them. But what are the what are the things that you're seeing with your practice members who are coming to see you um, as a chiropractor who are older? Yeah, I think one of the big myths that most people think that if someone, say, is 70 or 80, that they're going to respond much slower than they someone don't. who's 20 or 30. They don't. They don't. They, they don't. don't. I it's mean, unbelievable. Yeah. We're, okay, I'm, not, I'm not, not saying that to try and sound egotistical about it, but there was some of the results that we get in a short period of time yeah. with patients in their 70s, 80s, 90s yeah. is often just mm. as quick as someone in their 20s or 30s. Now, there's obviously a limitation if someone's got some severe degeneration or spinal fusion, and, that, and we do see patients like that. But 
I see some people that bounce back within even a couple of adjustments. Yeah. Their total, their their nervous system changes, their posture changes, their breathing changes. I've got a gentleman at the moment who's in his late eighties, and he's uh, had part of his lung removed. Um, he's had a lobectomy, and he's he couldn't walk up a set of stairs without getting without getting out of breath. Wow. And his wife dragged him in, almost like literally dragged him in, kicking and screaming. He really didn't want to come. So he kick and scream, but he couldn't <laughs> walk. I've got you. But um. Once we got in, we did a couple of adjustments and I just gave him a couple of postural tips and I talked to him about doing some wall angel exercise. Just start with some really basic things and instantly his whole posture changed and his wife said now he can walk now without getting out of breath. His total life's changed and that was within a week to two weeks of seeing him and you think, hang on a minute, like we, we have this perception that, oh, well, you know, you're getting older now. There's not much we can do. And that's unfortunately when most uh, older patients go to see a doctor or another therapist, oh, you're just getting older now. You've got to accept that, you know, you're slowing. And I'm like, that's crap. That's not true. If you've got still a level of ability and you've still got everything working, you can keep that going, you know, through good proper care, through proper exercise. And that's where I'm, I'm sorry, I'm shifting a little bit back to exercise there, but with the right care and the right approach, you can get dramatic results. And it just amazes me every day. I hear this. I mean, I've got a list of stories I was going to tell you guys about these amazing miracle cases we've had. Give us one. Um, Give us one. Give us like your favorite story. Yeah, tell us one. That will inspire the listeners. Who's your rock star? Okay, I mean, there's so many, it's really hard to choose. We've literally had like 2,500 people come through our doors in the last nine years, so it's very hard to choose one. (laughs) I mean, the one that's... Can I, can, I, can I go a couple more? I know I'm running out of time, boys. Oh, no, no, you're someone, right. Yeah. Someone who increased their bone strength 25%, who was osteoporotic and increased her bone strength. Like, no medication will ever do that. No. 2 to 3% is a win on medication. Stopping people from going down is a win. This is from we, exercise, not only, right? It's just through exercise. Exercise yeah. and chiropractic, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exercise and chiropractic. Increased at 25%. We've had one woman who's like, told you have to have a knee operation, you have to have knee surgery. And within two weeks of seeing us, her knee was feeling better than she had in like 10 years. And, and six years later, hasn't had that knee operation. Sure. We've got another gentleman who um, has many ears disease. And I don't know, uh, Damien obviously knows about many ears disease. Yeah, it's very debilitating. Okay. It's very debilitating, really throws your balance off. He came in and started doing balance exercises with us and his balance has improved while his many ears has got worse. His doctor, wow. his neurologist, literally can't believe it. He's like, you should not be able to even stand or walk as well as you do. And this guy is out mountain biking and sailing. Oh, wow. look at that. And he shouldn't have any balance ability at all. And, and yet he's out you know, living a very active, fulfilling life. Um, but probably it's also the silent miracles as well, boys. It's the people that come in that I know that if we wouldn't have been able to help them when we do, they wouldn't have been able to live the life they did. So my favorite one, I know this one isn't as isn't as dramatic, I guess, in that I had a lady came in, late 80s, who was very kyphotic, very hunched over, we talked about, and, and wanted to keep playing tennis, wanted to keep playing a bridge. She was living at home on her own. And she said to me, how long do I need to keep doing this for, Taylor? And I said, well, as long as you want to remain healthy and do all the things that you want to do. She goes, until the day I die then. And I said, that'd be fine by me, but we don't want it anytime soon. And seven years later, she missed her first appointment. We gave a call, no answer at home. We rang a neighbor. She had unfortunately passed away in her sleep. But the, the take-home message of that was she lived seven amazing years of a life that she probably wouldn't have yeah. if it yeah. wasn't for us. And then she passed away peacefully in her sleep. And if, I mean, if I could wish that for all, and I know that a lot of our members would say that, I want a good quality of life right up to the day that, you know, it's time for me to leave. Best way and, to pass um, away. Going yeah, that's sleep. it. And, and 
she'd had a great quality life and I was at a funeral and, and talking to a family about it and they were like they were just so grateful that she just had that independence, that great quality of life right up until the end. And I mean that's that's what we can wish for all our for all our older generation, whether that be our grandparents, whether that be our our, our parents or our friends or family members, just have a great quality of life right up until the end. And that's that's what that's what gets me going. That's that's why I do what I do, boys. So um, yeah, you, you are an inspirational man, Taylor Harrison. It's been phenomenal to listen to your stories amazing. and to the amazing. vision that you are living and realizing. Um, absolute kudos to you, great man. Thank you so much, boys. Um, it's it's been a pleasure. I've been hanging out for you, boys. Hanging out to do this interview. Yeah, so. I I'm so sorry, mate. Thanks for the Facebook reminder the other day. So. <laughs> yeah. We weren't supposed to tee up midway through last year, Damo. But that's it was going to be about episode twenty-five, and he's now in the one hundreds, Damo. Good on you, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah just left him hanging for you know eighteen months. Bigger reach. There's more listeners. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm, just, I'm just really grateful to be on the show, boys, and really grateful for the work that you boys are doing. Um, when when I when I first heard about it, I was just amazed. So thanks so much for getting the getting the good word out there, and I love your guys' podcasts, all the Wellness Couch podcasts. You guys are just doing amazing stuff. Uh, you're a good man. Now I would love to say to everyone to go to activeseniors.net.au and check out what it is that Taylor's doing. But Taylor, I've got to ask you: there is a is a 55 and overs at Active Seniors. Sorry, mate. It just cut out there for one sec. Sorry. That's okay. It's 55 and overs. 55, 55 and over. That's it. Yep. Yep. So, so Damo doesn't have to wait too long. I've got to wait a while. <laughs> but, um, but please check out what Taylor's doing. ActiveSeniors.net.au has a couple of great clinics um, in uh, Sydney surrounds, Northern Beaches. Um, so have a look at uh, what Taylor's up to. But uh, Damo, thank you so much for helping organize this because it's been an absolute inspiration. To hear someone in our generation who is so inspired to help people truly make the rest of their life the best of their life. Taylor, thanks so much for joining us on 100 Not Out. Thanks so much, boys. Keep up the great work. Damo, thank you again for your wisdom as always. I forgot to mention at the beginning, if you're loving what we're talking about and you want to do this for real with us in Ikaria, then go and look at 100notout.com. Check out our 2016 Ikaria Greek Island Longevity Retreat, 10 days with Damo and I and a range of beautiful people that are joining us on this great Greek island to look at the epicenter of longevity and how they're living so beautifully. Now, remember, you can provide us any feedback to this podcast at thewellnesscouch.com forward slash 100 Not Out. Also, check us out on Facebook. That's facebook.com forward slash 100 Not Out, all spelled out. Remember, there are 15 other podcasts on The Wellness Couch, so go to thewellnesscouch.com. Check out the entire range, including the number one show, The Wellness Guys. So until next week, as always, folks, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.